Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. The first time I talked to Bob Perry on the phone, he had been at the same conference that my dad and brother had been to, but they hadn't ever met. I think there were probably 200 people or so, and when you're in an event that's that large, you don't obviously meet everybody. But he said to me, your dad caught my eye. And I thought that was interesting. And at the time, I probably eh, didn't maybe quite dismiss it, but I had just learned that he and his family had used my parents' homeschool curriculum, Sunlight Curriculum, since maybe the year after it was founded and for the next 22 years. And so they had, (laughs) I'm sure, all of the catalogs. They'd probably seen my dad at different times. And so that's beautiful. I love that. But I, I don't know in retrospect that that actually was what it was that caught his eye. And so, okay, I'm going to put that little part of the story on the shelf for the next three years. Just one of those things that you think about that's kind of like, what does that even mean? What does that mean? So when I went up to a tent Charlottesville event, uh, this was something that happens during the Festival of Booths. So a local church, it's not actually a church, it's on the church property, but the prayer organization of Charlottesville sets up a tent and then organizes people to pray and sing for 24 hours, which is a tremendous amount of organization, I must say. (laughs) It takes a lot of uh, different people to come together to put something like that on, as well as a very strong driving force. So always before I had been on vacation when this particular event happened. And so I headed up and I didn't get there until late, you know, it was after 10 PM. And I was like, I maybe will stay till one, but we'll see. I ended up not staying quite that late. I stayed till about 12, 15 and then thought I have to pray in the morning. I have to get home. I'm so I'm already tired and don't want to drive unsafely. So I got home about one, which is not quite the same thing, but What was really precious is at one point we were invited to turn to someone near us and for 10 minutes pray about uh, social media and the media and our involvement with those things. And I was looking around. I didn't know anybody in this place. There weren't a lot of us. I mean, at this point, it's 1045 or something. And... uh, There was one person that was a Facebook friend that I had at least email interacted with before. And so I thought about going over to talk to him, but he was way on the other side of the facility, which again was probably 50 feet, but still, you know, it's like if I'm trying to get somebody's attention, I don't necessarily want to track them down. And as I'm pondering this with the Lord, I get a tap on my arm and I turn and there is Levi from my church, who I have never met. He's probably in his early 20s, but he's a friend of my son's. And there was, he was like, can I pray with you? And I was like, oh my goodness, Levi, I'm Amy Lykosh. I'm Jaden's mom. And so we had this little, I mean, we didn't hug or anything, but we had this like very happy, you know, like, oh, yay, we kind of know each other, except not really. And so it wasn't until later I was reflecting after we'd had a very beautiful prayer time and very happy conversation about business and all the things I love, prayer, hooray for missions, all the things. Uh, I was thinking about it and I realized my son has a good many friends. He's a very fun person, I think, to be with. 
But of all of his friends, the only one that I've been like, I just need to meet that guy is Levi. Because his name would show up. I would get a flyer about different ministry opportunities and they would be talking. And then it's like, oh, and then Levi Otis went and connected with the whatever Chinese international students in a particular way. And I would highlight that and be like, give this to Jaden. He needs to know he could do this too. Or I would, I would see Levi at different times at church and think, oh, I should meet him at some point. And then he had gone to India and I was at church the Sunday that he gave his report. And it was just so cheerful. It was so like, yay, Jesus, we love you. And so it wasn't until afterwards, though, that I realized, oh, that is my own form of highlighting, that the Lord was kind of put in a little spotlight, and there was no impatience in me, like, why didn't this meeting happen however many months ago? No, it was just the reality, like, at the right time, at the moment where I was kind of like, I don't know a single person here, and that's kind of awkward <laughs> to go and pray with someone for 10 minutes that you don't know anything about. And yet here he was. So I was just so blessed by that. And I guess I'm also inviting you to say this is another way that the Holy Spirit speaks to us. He gives us little highlights like this person might be important. Or if you're kind of your eyes are drawn to a particular person, then you say, Jesus, bring about the right connection at the right time. Or it's just something maybe you don't even pray about it. Maybe it's just something to note like okay, at some point, should we connect? That's There's going to be like a little leap in my heart. So, okay. I just like that story. It just is making me happy again to retell it. <sighs> so Jesus, thank you that you put little connections between us. Thank you, Lord, that you uh, go before us. I think about what it says, that your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, that you actually do illuminate what is coming. <laughs> it's amazing. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen.